Yes, yes, people. Welcome back to episode four of the Larger Than Life podcast. I'm Sarav. I'm Rory. Some may say I am doing a podcast with Otis from Sex Education. <laughs> we're only a few seconds in. I know, I know, I know. It has to happen. You know what? We're going to edit. We're going to get better out at our editing. So I'm going to put a picture of Otis right here. That's so optimistic. <laughs> Tell me they don't look alike. <laughs> Honestly, people stop me in the streets. <laughs> Genuinely, I was at like a uh, bottomless brunch. Oh my God. And like, I was just had drinking with my mates. Some literally woman comes up, interrupts my conversation. She says, excuse me, have you seen, uh, have you seen sex education? I'm like, yes, I know. I look like Otis. Now please leave me alone. No, it's a problem. No. It's a real problem. It's man. so funny though, man. <laughs> no, because I remember what? So sex education came out when we were in third year of uni to so 2019 yeah, we were finishing off and i remember it was like a fucking incredible series like i really really Great enjoyed series, it. it season one started so strong and um i remember yeah we just kind of like we just looked at you and we were just like <laughs> hey all suddenly realized you look like Otis. <laughs> <laughs> so people say it's the mannerisms as well like it is, sort of slightly, yeah. <laughs> slightly awkward slightly jerky <laughs> movements like i'm just roasting myself no, at this no, point. No, trust me trust me but it's funny that you're getting recognized um <laughs> for being Otis and not for the pod. The closest I'll ever get recognised yeah, for being yeah. a celeb. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. But um, now, nah, so what's funny is my sister basically, they got my sister, she's been supporting the pod there. Uh, she um, basically messaged me being like, you know, like, Rory looks like <laughs> Otis from Sex Education. Nah, she was like, Rory looks like that guy from Bad Education. And I'm just <sighs> like, I don't think he looks like Jack Whitehall. I was like, who is she <laughs> talking about? And then she's like, oh, you know, like, Otis. And I'm like, okay, you mean sex education? And yes, yes, he does. And she's just like, yeah, yeah. So I'm just cruising because, like, she's got a done as well. She's like, yeah, yeah, my friend called it. My friend called it. And I'm just like, listen, firstly, your friend didn't call it. It's the most obvious fucking thing in the world. You literally look like Otis so much. That's not an original thought. Like, no, yeah. exactly. But, um, but yeah, and then she's like, you have to talk about it on the pod. And I was just like... <laughs> We actually need to talk about this on the phone. Within seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do a quick interview right now for a second. So um, tell me, what was it like being in uh, um, sex education? education? What was it like being in sex education? <laughs> <laughs> what was it like securing, this. securing the two baddest girls? That sounds unrealistic kind of... part of that show. Nah, that what do you mean? That... <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, listen. Otis has got his own game. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's his own league of games. I was risk, discussing you know? this with someone at work, and I believe there is a thing that when someone is so sourceless, they have source. <laughs> like the lack of source gives them how their do you, own How talk. do you think I have a girlfriend? Sarah? <laughs> 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 no, you finally realised how. Nah, yeah. You've got flavours. <laughs> you've got flavours. You put you put sriracha on your on your egg fried rice. <laughs> Obviously, you've got to water it down with yeah. the you know what I mean? Like, we're going straight sriracha. <laughs> that would be absurd. <laughs> you got to give your toilet a chance. Um, nah, man. But I, nah, I don't think it's unrealistic. I think Otis has just got that. He's got that bad boy swag. He's got fit mum as well. He does. He's got a fit he mum. Does. You've met her, right? I've met her, yeah. Met her at the um, the Crown premiere. Fit? She like, it was weird, right? She sort of, we were having a chat. Well, I was, like, well, I was having a chat with someone else. And then I sort of looked at her. She sort of looked at me. I think she originally must have thought I was Otis. Because she just, I said, oh, hello. And then she went, oh, hello. And we just started chatting for a bit. It was really nice. <laughs> you like, thought you were Otis. I, I, I thought, in hindsight, I was like, oh, that's really nice. You know, just sort of must have looked at me. And I was like, so we had a little chat. And then I thought, oh, fuck. She probably just thought, like. No, obviously not, a, man. A buzzer here, no, you know? Obviously not, man. She worked at that. That was our, you know, TV son. She's not going to think yeah. you're. <laughs> nah, but listen, big up Otis. He secured me. He secured. Uh, it's true. What's her name? Ruby. Ruby. Mm. Uh, what's her name again? Is it CC? Oh, the actress is there. Yeah. No, Mimi, no. Mimi Keen. Okay. Someone searched her up on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've sent into her DMs. <laughs> I have. I mean, when I, yeah, when I was in third year, mate, I, because you know what? I used to like, I think we're around the same age. So even when she was on EastEnders, and I used to watch EastEnders well, she back in the Yeah, she was I on EastEnders. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was Ian Beale's daughter. And, uh, Mate, even then, I remember when I was like a kid, like 14. You slid into her Facebook. No, oh, I was just <laughs> like... on Facebook. I was just like, she is bang. Like, she's so fit. Um, obviously, when I was 14 as well, um, <laughs> just to clarify. Um, but yeah, and then she came on Sex Education. And I was like, damn, now everyone's clocked how yeah. bang she is. But I was like, I've still got to sign to her DMs. Oh, Did she it? reply? No, of course not. <laughs> 
Not yet. One day she'll be sliding into my DMs. One day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You, you must be the larger than life guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just be like, sorry, who are you? Oh, I love how hopeful we are. About yeah, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'm, I'm confident. But now, nah, listen, she's paying. Maeve's paying. Um, that show is a great show. It's a great show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, man. You did well. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, welcome. As I said, so if you're new here, welcome. Uh, it's just your two favourite beer drinkers back at it again. We're catching up on the week's events, and we're going to be trying a new beer this time. If you're returning, thank you so much for all of your support. Honestly, it's been overwhelming, and um, we promise we're going to continue to keep going, be consistent, and just get better. Uh, Rory, where can they find us if they're looking for us, mate? Uh, so if you like our long form content, you want us to do the whole episode, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and you can find us on YouTube. Mm. Um, and then if you've got a short retention span and just want to see small clips of us, yeah. you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at larger than life underscore LTL. It's as easy as that people. So Lama, go... Tango, Lama. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's as easy as that people. Go find us, uh, go message us, send us some suggestions, send us any beers you want us to try, literally anything, you know, we don't buy we don't discriminate uh we will do our best to reply to you because our dms are already quite full i'm not they're gonna popping uh, off. they're popping off they're popping off so you know you better join this join the wave you want to you want to get on this train before it before it leaves without yet sales uh, <laughs> for the trains <laughs> we haven't Gosh. even had a beer yet <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, i can already tell this is gonna be an unhinged episode <laughs> But um, yeah, should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right, okay. so we, we always, as, as per, we always start off the episode of Larger Than Life mm. with our beer of the week. Indeed. So, so what have we got this Sarah, week? Sarah, we've got a special one today. Have we indeed? We've got a Sierra Nevada, California mm. IPA. Wow. Uh, and then the subtitle is Citrusy and a Sessionable Ale. An ale. Sessionable. Wow. It's an what IPA. What the fuck does Sessionable mean? <laughs> hey, ready for the sesh? <laughs> This is this is the the certified beer of all the sesh gremlins out there. I was gonna say because it's the California IPA. Do you reckon this is what they drink at Coachella? The session? I reckon they don't even drink at Coachella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are tame at Coachella. But for um, um for all of you audio listeners, this is a bright blue can. Um, it's got a picture of like the cliffs, the beach, the sea. It also says at the top, family owned, operated, and argued over. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're gonna find that out. I might be wrong, but I think that might be a picture of the Californian beach. Oh, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, so so the description for this beer is: this session IPA is a is golden in color, easy drinking, and full of citrusy and piney hop flavor. Interesting. And uh, a bit of background for this beer. <laughs> so this this beer, I went on the website just yeah. you know, a bit of research, okay. you know, nice. Uh, and it says mountain inspired. Ken Grossman ditched the city whenever he could. Going off-grid, that's where he found thrills and life's answered. Climbing in the Sierra Nevada mountains, Ken's bold idea took shape. Build a brewery. (laughs) Naming it would be easy. So this geezer was just climbing a mountain, probably in Sierra Nevada. (laughs) And they thought, do you know what? They probably thought, I'm just going to make a brewery. He looked around and he thought, I'm going to call it Sierra Nevada. What a mad, mad bloke. Mm. I rate it though. I rate that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just also, to... the thing is, why why would climbing a mountain make you think of making a brewery? Because he was a hundred percent tripping. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah. bro. If he's out on the mountain on his ones and he hits, gets his revelation, I need to build a brewery. The guy must be an. He's case. on something, man. He's on something. Mate, but Grossman, I rate if, it. If you're listening, he's probably dead now. But yeah, Ken Grossman, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're listening, you're a nutcase. Yeah, you're a nutcase. Um, but we're yeah, here. We like your beer. Yeah, let's yeah. Do it. Let's go for it. Right, cheers, right. Sarah. Episode four. Episode four. First thing that hit me immediately was like a citrusy taste. Mm. And it's usually got a I feel like something touristy straight away. It's got a little bit of something, something to it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I like that. I think there's a running theme here. Every beer we've had so far, which has got citrus in it, we both unanimously like it. So. Oh, yeah. oh shit, maybe I spoke too soon. You spoke a bit too soon, mate. Uh, it's all right. I don't think it's amazing. Mm. What was that one we had the other day? The hazy... Hazy... Uh, oh, the hazy IPA, yeah. That was really good. Mm. That was like I a slapped. fruity one as well. Really, really cool can as well. I don't know. Like, even appearance-wise, doesn't look incredible. Um, it's a bit like... Looks a bit of shit as our logo. It's not heavy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, 
<laughs> it's it's not like um it's light, do you know what I mean? I feel like you could drink a lot of them, but yeah. you'd be fine, you know? I'm going to be burping on this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a proper burping yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. It's all right, okay, fine. Um, all right, should we cut to it? What, what For me, you... I'm giving it a seven. What are you giving it? We'll meet in the middle. Okay, that's you. I gave Sing, Sing Tao. I've realised this is quite hard to put, like, IPAs on the same scale as, like, We've got to do it, beers man. and lagers. Yeah. Oh, this is hard because it's... I'd, All right, number that goes in your head. What's the first thing you think? Yeah, I would probably say maybe a seven as well. But then I've given I gave Centaur a six point five, mm. and it would be an injustice to rate this. Nah, I would actually. I'd rate it. I'm going to give it a seven. Give it a seven. Okay, it's I decided. do like it. Ken Grossman, we're giving you a seven. Yeah, not bad, man. Yeah, not bad, not bad. And if I'm honest, Ken Grossman, you've kind of lived our dream. Because people, if you're listening, we're saying this in episode four, but we've been saying this offline for a while. Yeah. We're going to open, we're going to, uh, sorry, we're going to have our own beer one day. I love the vision, Sarah. Yeah, I love it. I love no, it. We're going to have our own beer because we know you guys are going to support us all the way to the top and you're going to want to get involved. In the That's the end goal. Yeah. Once we get, once we manage to brew our own beer, yeah. preferably called Lager Than Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe with an underscore LTL. <laughs> maybe we just call it That's underscore it. LTL or something. Or LTL. That's true. We could do that. Yeah, and then yeah. once, once we've done that, we've completed the yeah, pod. We're done. We're done. We're done. No more episodes. But listen, <laughs> yeah, joking. support us so we can charter our own beer and yeah send it out to you guys honestly yeah. you original listeners all four of you, <laughs> all four of you uh we will send you a free a free crate crate of our, yeah. of our ltl bit but now guys uh what's his name again Floyd. um ken grossman ken grossman ken grossman decent bear man decent bear. and probably a decent bloke yeah <laughs> i wouldn't mind having a, a ken grossman with ken grossman we man. should reach out to ken grossman and get him, no, on, the what, get him on the pod yeah. yeah mate well listen we'd like to interview you about your distinctly average beer <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah nah better than average yeah. 4.2% um, as well. Not bad. Well, look, we can talk about Ken, Ken Grossman, but I think we need to get into it. Let's get into Let's it. Do it. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Rory. There is something that's been popping off on social media oh. for, for I don't know, a while now, I guess. Um, but, like, I've seen more, like, TikToks of it and stuff. Okay. And seen a lot of stuff, like, in on Twitter and, um, I don't know, just on the gossipy news feeds and stuff. But we've got to talk about it. So... I think you must know. Do you know who Shauna Ray is? Yes. Yeah, okay. I've seen this. Yep. So for the people who don't know who Shauna Ray is, uh, basically Shauna Ray is a 26-year-old uh, woman. She had her growth stunted due to treatment she received as a child for brain cancer. Okay. Uh, so it basically, horrible. yeah, horrible stuff. And so because of the treatment, it's left her meaning that she was basically stunted for growth. So she is three foot ten and she has a very childlike appearance. I think often she's kind of branded as looking like an eight-year-old. Wow. She's um, 23. But she's 23 years old. And she looks really young. We'll get a picture of her up as well for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know who she is. But go go look her up because it's like obviously quite interesting. Yeah. So Shauna Ray is... She's now got a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called I Am Shauna Ray. What a creative title. <laughs> <laughs> don't be Pete, man. <laughs> My God. But uh, she's called, it's called I Am Shauna Ray. And it's all about her. And now she lives an interesting life. Like obviously, it can't be easy having the appearance that she does. She must get ID'd all the time. (laughs) 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 Probably more than me. (laughs) Now people know who you are, Otis. Hey, aren't you still in school? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but yeah. So I think she's currently like working behind a bar, which is also like what is. Wait, she's got she's got her own show and she's still working behind a bar. Yeah, man, I was literally about nah. to say that's obviously bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, of course, but yeah, so she was working behind a bar. But what's been popping off about her more recently is that she's found herself a fella. Okay. A man called Dan Swigarten. Apologies if I'm saying that incorrectly. Okay. He's a 26 year old man and he's begun dating the reality star. <sighs> I'm going to put a picture of him up as well. Oh, Sarah. Because he's a 26-year-old man, and he looks like a 26-year-old man. Yeah. And I think he's pretty fucking tall. Might even be over six foot. We've got, like, not really important height. But okay. he, he looks like a full-on man, yeah. Right. And he started dating her. And obviously, obviously yeah. he's been rinsed and called a creep. You have to be. Obviously he has. I think. Let's talk about it. This man. Mm. Okay, I'll- my first reaction to this... Yeah, go for it, man. ...is this man needs to be vetted. <laughs> Vet this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't Check lie. his history, right? Like, because... <laughs> because if this guy's not a decent bloke, that, like, this could be problematic. So here's the thing. Yes. 
Here's the thing. Oh, I don't know. Right. Sorry, no, no, no. Okay, because we're going to get into a debate on this. Check as, as his we browser do. history. I completely agree <laughs> yeah, with okay. you. So, she has, like, parents who obviously care so much about her. Mm-hmm. And I think they do... She has this genuine concern. She's a 23-year-old and we all, you know, kind of know... She just wants to find a partner. Find a partner yeah. and date people as one does, yeah? She's li- she's, a, she's a fully... Not fully grown physically woman, but she's a woman. She's like, mentally mature. She's mentally mature. Yeah. She's a woman. And um, so obviously she wants to date. I believe some of the concerns that she has in finding a partner and her parents have for her mm-hmm. in finding a partner is the fact that people might fetishize, fetishize her for her... Ch- <laughs> but, but yeah, number yeah, two yeah. of the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fetish. Bruh? Fetishize. Fetish- sounds that, weird. Is that a right? word? I think that's a word. Fetishize. Yeah, we'll, we'll run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll trademark that. <laughs> weird thing to trademark. Not with our beer. <laughs> um, yeah, basically what you just said, that yeah. word. Um, her for her childlike appearance. Yeah. So, it seems as though he has been vetted for this. And I think like they wanted, like they he wanted to go away with her and her parents were a bit like, we just want to make sure he's a good guy. Like, okay. Obviously. Because on the one hand, I'm thinking, hey. He must be a good guy. Like, you can see past the fact that she looks like a child. But on the other hand, is he there because she looks like a child? And one thing I found out is this man, he's from the UK, actually. Might have been travelling in the US, but he apparently sought her out. That doesn't sound... So it wasn't a natural meeting? Nah, it so wasn't when you say like... Saw her, what, do you, what do you mean? I think he, like, saw the show. I assume he's a fan of the show. I think so. I might be wrong. Okay, okay. I might be wrong. This is something I saw on Twitter, which we all know to be fair is such a reputable news source, and it's all true. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. everything is fact on there. Everything is fact on there. <laughs> and um, that's how I did so well in my like uni essays. <laughs> Quote. That's all the Harvard referencing yeah. for you. <laughs> Please give me an essay on utilitarianism. <laughs> Bam! Hundred forty yeah. characters are done. Yeah, yeah, trust. <laughs> nice and simple. Nah, but um, apparently he like sought her out, and uh, yeah, that's how they got together. But like. Obviously sus. Can I, can I, so listen, I'm in two minds about this. Hit me with it, bro. So on one side, I'm thinking, do you know what? Good on Shauna Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star of I am Shauna Ray, but good on her. (laughs) (laughs) Good on her because, do you know what? Who are we as the internet to deny her of finding a lifelong partner and for her to be happy? Yeah. Right? And I read somewhere that she's been approached by so many creepy guys. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she has, right? I'm sure. So many creepy guys, right? So, you know, she's 23 years old. She probably knows who are the dodgy apples. Oh, okay. hundred, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And if this guy and if these they, they, they've if they've been on lots of dates and they've been you know dating each other for a few months now, she knows. If yeah, yeah, yeah. She needs a creep or not. And I think that's that's great. And like, well, I mean, what's the alternative, right? Is she gonna like date eight year olds? Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, that's yeah. not fair, right? So I think that's really sweet and wholesome. And the other, side, <laughs> but then the other side of me is thinking, yeah, when you're in a relationship. And attraction in general, right? And having finding a partner, I think you can split it into two categories, right? Mm-hmm. There's the emotional connection mm. and there's the physical connection, right? Now, Dan Swigert, I believe that's his name. Whew. That... Stunning pronunciation. Bit of pronunciation there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Swigert, right, s- says, Oh, I'm you know, I really, I really I was really drawn to Shauna because of her emotional strength mm. and you know how strong she is and approached her, right? Okay, that's great, that's one side, right? Yeah. But the other half of the equation it's physical attraction, mm. right? And if they're in a loving relationship, and yes, the one side, that's all innocent. But if you take the physical attraction side of it, and he is physically attracted to her, does that not make him a nonce? Yeah, no, it does. It, it, it does, to, right? it does. She it makes him objectively, elite. like, looks like an eight-year-old, hey. right? And if you're physically attracted to her, like, and you, let's say they, you know, have inter- intimate moments with each other, and he... And she looks like an eight-year-old. I don't know how you can do that Mate, like, without without not without feeling odd. There was definitely some nonces out there who saw I am Shauna Ray pop up on their TV screen and think dream come true. Like Bro, this found is, the cheat code. Yeah, she found the cheat code. <laughs> so <Sorry>, that's dark. <laughs> but no, for sure. So I agree. However, as the Netflix special says, love is blind. So you, really, so you don't think? Well, I didn't. I didn't necessarily so agree with that. The way I think this is permissible mm. is if, if their emotional connection and his love of her and her as a person, not fit, nothing to do with physical, completely overrides the physical, like any physical attraction, 
Hmm. And I think that's okay. But how do you quantify that? Like, how do you... You can't. Yeah. You can't. You just have, have to, to trust, trust that this guy's not a nonce, basically. Yeah. But think, yeah, ultimately, if her parents have vetted this guy, like, obviously she's got a team around her, you know, I'm, I like to think that he's not a nonce. I'm sure know? he's a good guy. Like, well, I, I don't know. It's tough, man. It's, so it's tough. tough. It's, it's tough. so tough. But like, obviously, he's defended himself, saying that she's incredibly, in, like, incredible and inspiring. Just happens to be a bit short, and she deserves to have relationships and connections she with whoever she wants. I think this is the other side of things that we need to look at mm. from her perspective. As you said, what is her alternative? There's literally no alternative. Like, like she, there will, will ever, otherwise, she'll be single. She has. There will always be this debate of is the guy a nonce? Yeah, so unless she's supposed to have someone who's got the same condition as her, but then that's equally it's so weird that's from like, yeah. and it's equally strange from her side then because because it's basically denying her of all these other parts yeah. isn't it but yeah. then also it's like just because she looks young let's say she found a partner who had the similar sort of kind of situation that she was mm. in and she was attracted to that partner but he looks young so then doesn't that make her a bit of a nonce whoa that's do you see what I'm saying yeah I see that do you yeah. see what I'm saying yeah. there actually is no alternative for her except mm. to find a partner. I think like if you have a disability, you shouldn't. You, at the end of the day, you're not just going to be attracted to people with the same disability. Nah, of course not. You know no, I mean? so, like, of course not. I think yeah, she has every right to um, to get with whoever she wants. Yeah. And you know what? Good on Shauna Ray. No, hundred percent. I think like, let's talk about. And also, he's a good-looking bloke. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. good-looking. Like, do you know what I mean? She's not settled. She's with like a hopefully a nice guy. Yeah, he's good-looking, and that's great. You know yeah. what? Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. I don't really know, and I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt because obviously that's a nicer solution in this situation. Definitely. Dan, if you're listening, because, you know, he probably he is. most certainly is. Yeah, obviously. of course, of course, of course. He is as certainly listening as Twitter is fact. It's very, very, yeah. Anyway, mm. <laughs> um, mate, like, good on you if you are doing the right thing because, like, obviously... You're seeing her for the right reasons. Um, you're seeing her for her strength. And 100% she is strong. Like, I can't imagine life being easy so when tough. you're in that situation. So, I don't know. Good on you. And you know what, Shauna? Good on you too, man. Yeah. Like, you're, well, you're doing so. your thing. And uh, now I'm happy for you. I'm happy for both of you. If it is as, as it looks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. It's a sticky one. I've actually got, like, a, a side question from you. Go on. From me. For you. For me. If, I think it's something you said, like, about people who've got disabilities. Go on. Like, oh, are they just supposed to fancy people, other people with the same disabilities? Mm. And it's like, obviously not. What do you think of, like, shows like Undateables? Have you seen it? Do you know what? They've not got disabilities, though, have they? Some of them have. I've not seen this show. So, not really? disabilities. They- well, not disabilities. Uh, some of them have got, like... Well, actually, Autism some of them have like- got disabilities. I think there's some... There was someone who's got like I don't know how do you define a disability? Um, a disability is any diagnosed um, is it disorders? So I think there was someone who had like scoliosis, so like really really curved back. There's some people yeah, with Down syndrome. That counts as a, as a disability. People with yeah. like Down syndrome. Would you say yeah, it's a disability? Yeah, 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 so yeah. That, that Like there's people with Down syndrome on the show. Really? People with scoliosis. Okay. Um, people with autism on the show. Um, yeah. I, I actually I've not seen this show. So, I think that sounds that sounds horrible. So for context, for those who don't know what yeah. the Undateables is, it's basically a show full of people who have, as I said, got these maybe physical, mental disabilities, yeah. um, such as, or like our uh, neurodiverse, I should also say. Mm-hmm. It's a range of things, and they go on this show called The Undateables, where they basically date people who are kind of within a... Some of the the others are also undateables, oh, wow. as in have also got like disabilities, physical, mental, okay. or uh, um, neurodiverse. I think some are like just I, I don't want to say reg like regular people, but who don't have disabilities yeah. and are yeah, aren't yeah. neurodiverse, yeah. right? And they basically just go on the show and they show them like dating different people and like they show relationships progressing and stuff like that. I don't know how I feel about it actually. It, I've not seen it. But from the description you've just given, yeah, sounds exploitative as fuck. It is, man. It is exploitative and like, as fuck. And it's like, oh, let's just group all these people together because they've got disabilities. That's yeah. wrong. It's essentially that is so wrong. It's essentially like the TV, like production is trying to create like a freak show. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's a modern day. Yeah, that is you've you've hit it you hit the nail on Thank the head. You. There, it is a modern day version of a freak show. And like, which is really wrong because these are like just. I'm not saying that they're, they're freaks. No, more, exactly. More, that's what I, but more in the sense of like, it's using people who have disabilities and basically making entertainment at their expense. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. making entertainment out of them, and I I think that's I think that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It is quite a wholesome show. Like when they do find people, okay. and I guess it does help people find people. Are there any like proper like? long-lasting relationships yeah that, that have been really? and, and the relationships are probably different to what like other people's relationships are yeah um so on the one hand it's wholesome but i know that not everyone watches it for wholesome content and some people yeah. watch it for a bit of a laugh. laugh at it yeah yeah which is mm. which is feels wrong it feels wrong and also it's on like channel four i think which is Wait, like channel says a four? lot love the fucking twisted shows yeah yeah, yeah. did you see, have you sorry this is a bit of a side go for it did you see, I saw this TikTok the other day, uh, and it was basically, I can't remember the name, oh, it's really good noise, what's the name of the show, but basically it was in 2000, in the early 2000s, Channel 4 made a show, right, where basically they put all the contestants in a house, right, and they basically, the whole, the aim of the game was to last as long as possible without sleeping. And if you, oh, I saw that. And if, yeah, you, fell, if you fell asleep, you were kicked out, right, and then they used to do challenges, right, so like, for example, they'd put them all on a bed in a dark room and they'd play like noises that would designed to make you fall asleep and these guys have been like 150 hours without any sleep and they're literally there trying to stay awake for as long as possible and um apparently like there was like if that was made today the off off would be going off so one person survived right survived (laughs) no the reason i say that is because there was a whole thing with the russian sleep experiment and Mm. like a lack of sleep is really bad for you and it can be fatal yeah it's it's torture it's literally a form of torture and channel four fucking broadcasted that i think like it's it's so crazy because in a way like i'm the celebrity get me out there it's kind of like torture as well is and the thing is, the difference is between torture and reality TV is that they, they've volunteered to go on. They've volunteered. They exactly what um, you've, you've got the chance to get out of it when you want. But it's crazy how many people have a price, right? Everyone's got a price for something. What would be your price to go on I'm a Celeb? To go let's on I'm a already, Celeb. Let's say you're already famous, and you know, like, come on, man, like you didn't you didn't need a profile boost just to do it. Let's say it wasn't televised, but you go on. Oh, so I'm, I'm not doing up a Matt Hancock. Yeah, you're not doing up a. Oh, I've got something to do. Yeah, sorry, okay, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's mad. Yeah. So. Um It's a hard question, man. I think like I think I could do the whole sleeping outside camping thing quite I'd love it. Love yeah, I, I think it. I'd be quite cool, like good at that. I I do like camping. Um as you know I did one of my birthdays camping. Yeah, that was really oh, fun no. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think the whole eating bugs live bugs mm. and stuff i think i'd struggle with the eating challenges and i hate i fucking hate spiders i hate spiders see for me it's snakes snakes fuck snakes what mate i do not trust i do they i nah, don't trust I them Snakes are calm no man. Mate, honestly i'd rather that literally sleep in tarantulas than snakes really Dude, it's the way they move they are natural mate i don't trust things with no legs man honestly they're disgusting spiders that's just like, oh. like sorry like little yeah, I, for me, I actually wouldn't mind the eating stuff. Obviously, it would be horrible. Yeah. But, like, you just sort of get on with it. You just eat it, you swallow it, and then it's done. But, like, sitting there with snakes crawling over you. Is that I, what your I, girlfriend says to you? <laughs> okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> sitting there with snakes all over you. I mean, honestly, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. Genuinely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. That's not that deep. That's right. To yeah. Be yeah. <laughs> what? I'd rather shit in your hands than clap than fucking. Of course. Obviously, you can yeah. wash your hands. Um, <laughs> How do you get onto this? Yeah, I don't know, but okay. Price. Yeah, what's I don't know, price? at this current stage, and I, hopefully this price would go up if I like progress in life. I'd be like a tenner. Nah, not a tenner. <laughs> With my bank account, <laughs> I'd do it for a hundred bags. Hundred grand. Yeah, I reckon so. I'd, mate, I'd do it for less. Yeah, I'd probably do twenty k. Nah, it's like a holiday, like a sort of slightly twisted holiday. I'd love it. Twenty k. All right, thirty. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> no, yeah, if I was going in with someone I knew, I reckon I could do it for less. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? I'll settle. Money on the table right now. You're going to I'm a Celebrity. You can keep your job and everything will work out fine yeah. when you come out. I'd like Matt Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I'd do it. Matt Hancock, though. Let's just quickly, quick sidebar. Yeah, let's quickly, do it. Let's quickly get into this. Let's quickly, quick sidebar. Man? Waste man. Said it before, and I'll say it again. And yeah. to think Absolutely. he won the hearts of the British public. Not us. We saw through that. 
We did okay. actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've had discussions on this and we saw through it. But Wasteland, he gave a proxy 10k of his 330k. Absolute fucking That's what? outrage. 3% or... Of his winning, and he said beforehand he is going to give a sizable donation to charity, right? Now, 10k is arguably a sizable donation, but it's not about the quantity, it's not about the quantity, it's about the proportion, it's about the proportion, and the amount of outrage and upset that he calls the British public for going on that show after a pandemic and the way he handled it, right? And then the only benefit of this is to give 10k, like what was it, 3%? Yeah. That's ridiculous. No, he's an arsehole, like, man. He's actually an arsehole. Did you see him being interviewed? I mean, yeah. On this and the way he tried to, like, the way he dodge around slid it. out of there, he was like, so why only 10K? And he was like, they're both great like, charities. He's like, oh, you know, they're both great charities. And then um, I come with the interviewer, and he was just like, no, answer the question, why only 10K? I'm talking about the figure, not the charities. And you could just see him. He's a slippery, slippery guy. He's a snake. He's a, he's a <laughs> snake, yeah. You wouldn't want to be like. He's, he's a snake. Like he's a him. snake with arms and legs. Right. Now he is, man. Like, don't do that shit. Like, don't don't lie. Like, I I wouldn't have cared if he kept the money. It's the fact that he said he was going to do something and then didn't. At that point, don't even donate. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he could have even yeah. given, like, a little bit more. Like, if he gave 100k, half. People yeah. would be fine with it. But even 100k, I reckon, that's yeah. fine as well. But 3%, yeah, nothing. 10, 10k doesn't even touch the sides. No. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's pocket money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Nah, waste, man. But, oh. We were talking about Sean Array. Yes. And talking yeah, about yeah. Undateable. I don't know how we like. Hey, we, that, that was a big tangent. That was a big tangent. These are the log in the life conversations we're oh, talking it. about. <laughs> but yeah, in summary, I hope you're both happy. Um, big up Sean Array. Big up Sean Glad Array. Glad you're happy. Yeah, big up this guy too, as long as he's he not is. a pedo. Yeah. But check his search history. Check it. Check it. Vet the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it. <laughs> check his hard drives. 100%. Like... <laughs> You know, Everything. make sure he wasn't on Epstein Island. Like, yeah, you've got to all just check that. all this stuff. All the checks. Because it's important. But, um, swiftly moving on. on. <laughs> slightly lighter note. Go on. Bro? I'm going to talk about Snoop Doggy Doggy. No! D-O-double-G. <laughs> Fam? He released a nursery rhyme. I saw this. Album. I saw this. And it's called, it's, it's a series called Doggy Land. Kids songs and nursery rhymes. So, for those, those what's your doggy land? Doggy land. <laughs> okay, what is it with all these celebrities who like do these lands? Like, what is it? So, Michael Jackson had Neverland, Astroland, Astroland, Astro- no, Astro- 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 yeah. and the do- oh doggy my land. God. And now uh, he's a jokes guy, man. But for those of you who don't know, Snoop Dogg, um, Snoop Dogg's this fifty-one-year-old rapper. He started out in the nineties, and he's kind of like, I guess you could say, he's a gangster rapper. He's one of the most famous rappers. One of the, the most world, famous like, rappers. Yeah. Um, done like, yeah, gangster rap, hip hop. He was actually a gang member as well. He was a member of the Crips yeah. uh, in California, and uh, yeah, like he's had so many bangers. I'm sure, like a lot of you would know them. So. What's he had? He's just had like sipping on gin and juice. Mm. I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course you had the Absolutely. When the PM's trying to and he's got the classics. Yeah, Young World and Free. This guy's had bangers. He sold over thirty million albums worldwide. And if that wasn't enough, he's also gone and done loads of films. He's had a few films. He's had a few cameos. And now he's gone and fucking. Where do you go from there? I guess you just drop nursery rhymes. Nursery rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, man. First. So here's what I was thinking. Go on. Give me, give me your two cents. Uh, (laughs) At first, when I found out, I was like. This guy's obviously run out of money. <laughs> no, you think it's a money thing? No, no. At first, at okay, first, yeah, I was yeah. like, this guy's obviously run out of money. Why? Why would he do this? Why would he do this? Why would he do I've this? I've got an answer. No, so, same. Okay, but, sorry, I let you finish. This is what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Why? Because it just felt weird, yeah. This yeah. is it, this. The reason I emphasise the fact that he was a Crips member, yeah, is because can you imagine many gang members who fucking think, oh, we're gonna take it back what? to the nursery? Do you know what? Yeah. Nursery rhymes. That's what the streets need. <laughs> I just yeah. imagine because <laughs> you know what the streets are missing, mate. They need that nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> 
We gonna be spitting nursery with the O double G. Okay, Yeah. So um, bewildering, but Snoop Doggy Dog, you're a G man. You're a G. You're a G. I mean, listen. I don't know if you listened to it. I listened to it. Absolutely not. No, I listened to it. Listen you listened to the whole front to no, back. No, no, of course not. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I listened to some of it. Though. Okay. Was it was it good? Um I love it. I love the idea. Listen. Was it okay, are any of them gonna be to on your rotation? No, of course <laughs> not, bro. Of course. However, maybe, and I'll go into a bit okay. more detail. But listen, I listened to some of it and I can't lie, Snoop, you fucking smashed it, man. It's really, really cool. I love the idea of reinventing nursery rhymes. If you think about it, all of us have kind of had the same nursery rhymes. And let's be honest, they're a bit like dead. Dead. Even for parents. Like, Baba Black parents... Sheep, fuck off. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. Did she fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, did she have a lamb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little scat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, nah, so this one I'm saying for parents is probably super repetitive. One really cool thing is he's literally done nursery rhymes over fucking hip hop and trap. He's getting man. young kids into hip hop exactly. from an early age. I, I love, love it. it. If you want right. your kids to get into music, this that's the kind the of thing you should play. If you love hip hop music, mm. obviously one of the concerns about playing hip hop around your kids is like the fact that you don't want them to be influenced You can't by... play actual Snoop Dogg where he raps about, you know, smacking no. a bitch. That's, like, the thing. <laughs> you know I mean? That's the thing. But I heard it and I sent it to my nephew, who nephew? is one. And I sent it to his parents, actually, not him. Um, I sent it to his parents. Did he like, yo, that's kind of fire <laughs> for real? <laughs> yeah, that shit's dope. <laughs> nah, you, uh, so, yeah, I sent it to his mum and dad because his, uh, his dad loves hip-hop. Okay. And he used to like old-school hip-hop. So I understand, like, obviously... They're playing like these kiddie tunes for him at the moment. How do you get him into hip hop? I would also be concerned about playing DMX's intro to my kids and just hearing DMX just fucking growl. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but um, nah, so sent it and they're gonna play it for him. And I can't lie, the beats are kind of hard. Really? The beats are kind of hard. They did a bit of like um, the wheels on the bus, it starts with him rapping and uh. Then it gets onto you know other stuff, and Snoop's actually spoke spoken about it, and he said he always wanted to create a kid friendly series that lets kids be kids and is truly representative of the culture and everything in everything or with everything rather from the music. The that characters is so wholesome. It's true though. That warms it's my true. heart. Yeah, same. I, I'm gonna play that to my kids, <laughs> <laughs> and their yeah. kids will play it to their kids. <laughs> It's just like, I, I can't that. lie, it's fucking hilarious as well because obviously, if you know Snoop, you hear him smoke, like talking about smoking up in the White mm. House. Um, the guy is just, at this point, I think what I love about him is that he's, he knows, I think he's fully self aware, unlike a lot of rappers, mm. he's fully self aware that he's past his prime. <laughs> his greatest work is behind him, right? And he knows that. He did his best work in the 90s, and that's cool, right? And now, He's just doing everything. He's just doing like side doing quests. Doing all the side You've never seen the meme of all the side quests and it's just pictures of like Snoop Dogg in like different random locations, right? So I've got a theory about this. Okay. I've got, I've got a theory about Snoop Dogg. And I think he just, I think he just is afraid to say no. <laughs> so I think like, he's one of the most, the biggest rappers in the world, right? I reckon his agent gets a million requests a day, right? And he just calls up Snoop Dogg. He's just like... And his agent's like, right, so um, we've got, you know, we've got a Just Eat advert, we've got a gospel album, a nursery album, and also an opportunity for you to go on um, WWE Wrestling. Um, which one would you like to do? And then Snoop Dogg's just like, shit, man, I just, <laughs> I'm going to just do all of it. <laughs> and this is why we see him. He just doesn't, doesn't want to say no. Do you know what I mean? Mate, he's been in Bollywood. Mate, he's in everything. Like, no. I, do you know what? I've got a list here, actually, of all the stuff he's done, right? So, a cooking show with Martha Stewart. Right? <laughs> He formed he formed his own football league called the Snoop the Snoop Youth Football League, right? Um, he devoted himself to the Rast. You might remember this one. He devoted himself to the Rastafari religion yeah. and renamed himself Snoop Lion, right? I think he, he dropped that after a while, didn't he? Um, he made a gospel album. He ventured into Bollywood music. He entered the ring on WWE, right? I didn't Have know you not that. seen the clip of that? No. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Um, and lastly, he narrates his own nature documentary. He just, he's just doing stuff. Do you know what I mean? He's just doing all of it. And I love it. Like, the guy's what? Like, 50 plus? Yeah. And he's just, 51. Thinks, fuck it. I'm, I'm, he's, in his last sort of, you know, back half of his life, 
I'm just going to say yes to fucking everything. He's everywhere. Yeah, it's true. Sorry, I'm just thinking about this time where he was on one of the Comedy Central roasts. Mm. And, so- and someone's, yeah. yeah. Is that what we're about? Yeah, go on. <laughs> and he just starts the show and he's just like, I don't know about everyone else, but I've been smoking, I've been drinking, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And I was just like, <laughs> Bet you are, Snoop. No, but something so funny that someone said was that he look Snoop looks like Shaq Skeleton. <laughs> that is savage. Um, that he's is so savage. skinny. He's actually crazy skinny. But um, do you reckon like he's ever been not high? Do you reckon that like do you reckon like do you ever like I wonder what you go what what happens to him if he doesn't smoke weed? So here's yeah, I've actually got a theory about this as well. Oh. Not about Snoop specifically, but about yeah. weed. And weed smokers, um, I think on the whole, it's not like people can't do it all the time. It's not like for them, yeah. Like they can't. It makes people lazy, uh, unproductive, potentially really like anxious as well. All of that stuff. Yeah. But you know, how, like just like some people need medication mm-hmm. to function. To function. Yeah. yeah. So for example, I think people with ADHD, they like if they take Ritalin helps with focus but if other people take Ritalin it's kind of more of like a you can go a bit like yeah AWOL mm-hmm. um I think similarly some people weed genuinely it's good for them really I know that sounds wild well they're more productive yeah I really? think like it could potentially I think so think about mm. it like it like deep it like if some people need medication then surely some people need weed get, yeah in theory yeah. like and it's just not like a thing mm. so People like Snoop. He's clearly a productive guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gospel album. Yeah. Nursery album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust. But, um, but now, nah, man. But in response to what you were saying about how, like, he don't think he can say no. I reckon he probably can. He, but as you said, he probably gets a million requests a day. And he says yes to all yeah. of them. <laughs> but listen, yeah. Bro, one thing I've noticed about even, like, rich celebs and mm. shit like that. You know, you see, like, entrepreneurial characters, for example. Yeah. In society, you also see it in celebrities. Like Shaq is Shaq is like a massive entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, he's invested in loads of different stuff. Didn't he invest in Ring Doorbell? Did I make that up? I don't know. Actually, I think he did. Really? I think he did. I think he did. He's he's got a crazy interesting investment portfolio. Um, and he's super entrepreneurial as well. And there's so many other like celebs who've started their own businesses and side quests and stuff. I guess you could say. And it's like, where does the desire for all of that come from? Getting super rich, sure. Being super influential is probably one of mm. them. Now, Snoop, as you said, had his like peak rap career. Yeah. In the nineties, early noughties. But one, yeah. as you said, I rate the fact that he fucking knows that about himself. I rate he's the self-aware. fact that he's self-aware, mm. and he's thinking, how do I stay influential? And he's gone and done all of this stuff, put his fingers in loads yeah. of different pies. Love it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think like, unlike Eminem, for example, mm. who I think should have retired. You think so? 10, 15 years ago. Okay. He should have recovered. Uh, he should have retired after the recovery album, I think. Because he's just keep rapping and everyone's there being like, it's like an old man just like rapping and trying to stay relevant. And like, even though, even his core fans don't like his music. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think good, good on Snoop Dogg. I love it. Bringing oh, hip hop to the, to the younger ages. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would look, if, when you guys have kids, I'd really recommend like showing it to them. Um, because it's cool. It's nice. And if you want to get, to get your kids into hip hop in a mm. probably ethical way, Go for it. Um, sorry, Rory, to go, go back. On. Something you said about Eminem. Oh. I think it's quite interesting what you said, that he's still rapping and stuff. Yeah. Because I think we've had this conversation before about, like, musicians, mm. rappers. So, the first album is usually about people's lives, right? So, in the cases of a lot of rappers, it might be about hardship growing up. Maybe talking about yep. gangs, streets, mm-hmm. dealing drugs, stuff like that. Um, it's all their life experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. in one album. And yeah. I guess like what for a lot of other artists, it might be about heartbreak. Again, hardships of coming, growing up and stuff like that. And then you do that first album and it pops. Yes. And you've got your peace. You're not in hardships as much anymore. Mm-hmm. You've got multiple people who want to date you. You've got unlimited access to booze, like drugs. drinks, drugs, whatever, food. Send you the second album. Mm. And what's it about? It's about partying. It's about the success. It's about the success. From your first album. It's about getting you lit. About just being on tour. And, yeah. 
Don't you eventually run out of stories after living a life like that? Like, yeah. it's one true, thing man. about like artists is like a lot of them have come from like kind of shit times. Mm-hmm. Artists of all types, and I kind of think why? Well, because they've got stories to tell. I also think the hardship probably makes you more motivated to try and get out. And Definitely. Maybe you haven't got the infrastructure of a backup. That like. So it's like the, the, this either from, succeeds or, I, or it's, yeah. it's all or nothing. Literally, yeah, you've got nothing to lose. And. Um, you know, you only hear the success stories as well. There's loads of, yes. like, way more people, I'm sure, who don't make it. But um, they've got stories to tell as well, you know? But that's what I'm saying. Like, someone like Eminem, what's he rapping about now? Or what's he... I don't actually know. Yeah. yeah. He's like... It's a weird one with Eminem, because I feel like his music was great, and I think that was when he was on, like, loads of drugs, and he was crazy, and he was a little bit unhinged, and he was it was when he was younger, right? Yeah. But I think, I feel like when you... Well, he's now, he's probably over 50 years old now. But when he got older, he sort of went the more serious route. But people liked him because he was eccentric and because he was, you know, out there with these really shocking, quite vile songs, but quite funny as well. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like as he's got older, now he's recently, and he's like, he's trying to get back to that as well. And I just feel like he comes across like really forced and really corny. And I just think he needs to just move yeah. to bed, man. No, as in... And even his, even his, I don't know if you like, have noticed, but like his flow back when he was, his older albums... It was like he was—he's always been a really good lyricist, but his flow was sort of like effortless, and it felt like he wasn't trying. And those new stuff—he sounds like he's rapping like a robot. It's like everything's like really stiff, like he's just rapping like he's got a rod up his ass. Or oh, that's a really good impression. Do you know what I mean? But every every song is the same. Like he just raps really quickly, yeah. and really robotically, mm. but not really saying anything great. And it's just like, okay, yeah, this is impressive, but like it's not—it doesn't make a good song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Eminem needs to. Well, he should have retired ten years yeah. ago. I don't know, man. Uh, the thing is, fair enough. As you said, if his core fans don't like him, then fair. But if it's still making money and he still loves music, then why not? Like, why would you retire yeah. if you love doing something? Um, well, to protect your legacy. Okay, that's Because if you look at his discography... Yeah, right? fine. Like, do you think if, theoretically, Eminem had died had, had died in the early noughties, he'd be heralded as one of like, the greatest Probably. rappers with the best discographies Probably, ever? Probably, actually. The same way Biggie, the same way Tupac does, right? Yeah. Um, but now he's gone on too long. And he's made some shit you projects think he's which people. His legacy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think like. Well, not people, in terms of. People are always going to think, oh, he's, he's an incredible. He, he's obviously the biggest selling rapper of all time. Is That's, he? Yeah, he is. And obviously, people think he's a great rapper, but I'm saying there's a certain art to protecting your your discography and your Fair. legacy because that's what you're remembered for you're remembered for all the, the music that you released yeah it's the same with um andre 3000 um, who's from outcast yeah, yeah yeah he does the odd feature now but he's not released music in in decades yeah right because he thinks i've got nothing else to say i like the albums i've got i don't want to force it and i, I think there's, i respect that yeah you're right and he comes in a few features and he makes bangers what was that what was that song he did the song on channel orange um yes i know the one i think it was it might have been blonde wasn't it um it was now. Was it pink and white? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, one sec. Yeah, let me look yeah. it up quickly. It was solo. Solo, solo reprise. Oh, and he did pink, oh, pink matter. Pink that's matter. a banger. I, I forgot about that. that song. Yes, pink that's a, that's a, Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, like he, he's protecting his discography, but he slides it on features, and he yeah. delivers a great performance. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. Then you've also got other people who've just stayed consistently, like super relevant. Like, like an example, like Bruno Mars. Anderson Pack, Anderson Pack, I'd agree. But Anderson Pack's only been going since like. But Bruno Mars is still like fucking ridiculously successful as well. He's successful. I don't know if he's like. Yeah, but he's not regarded as one of the best musicians. Yeah, ever. exactly. But then he, I actually, okay, his controvert. Okay, he's got fifty-six million wow. listeners. Yeah. He's mainstream as fuck. But Bruno Mars is so fucking talented, man. Oh, he is. Yeah. Like he's he's multi like instrumentalist. In terms of like what people perceive him as. Yeah, there's some songs by him which are. Box. Bangers, mm. bangers. What's that song? Which is like, run, run, run away, run away, baby, before I put my smile on you. I should have that song. <laughs> oh, and then he did the lazy song as well, banger. Oh yeah, I like that one. Um, what is it? I mean, some of these are not mm. like that incredible. Uh, yeah, some of them are like super poppy. Grenade. Do you ever remember when Grenade I came throw out? Throw a grenade for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw a grenade. I'd throw a grenade for most people. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, sorry. Going back to Snoop. Snoop, keep doing your thing, man. You're Love actually it. smashing it. I, wonder, yeah. I can't wait to see what he's going to do next, you know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You might think, like, go to Snoop. I wouldn't be surprised... 
if next thing we find out, he's a fucking opera singer. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he's the first one to go to Mars for, like, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, the planet's representative. You reckon? Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. The first, first celebrity in, uh, in space. Ah, <laughs> wait. Have you ever seen, have you seen, um, what is it? Um, Don't Look Up. Yes, yeah, so you know yeah. you've got that guy who's, like, going in the rocket to, like, go, like, fuck up the asteroid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the US is just like, oh, we always need a hero. You need a hero. Yeah. I reckon Snoop would be that hero. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, in the rocket, just like... <laughs> T-minus 10. Shit, <laughs> <Cute>, mate. <laughs> the double G in space, mate. I'm spaced out, bro. What accent was that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Country... <laughs> I don't know, Snoop. You're a legend, man. You're a legend. We love it. Um, but cool. Bro, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to kind of talk about in terms of what's been going on in the news this week. Can I talk about one thing? Yeah. Real quick. Yeah? And it's a quick recommendation, right? Oh. Do it very, very quickly. Um, so in the weekend, I saw Babylon. You know, I mentioned oh the last my God, episode. Oh, my God. I didn't even have a catch up, man. Um, so I saw Babylon. Um, very quick uh, rundown of it. It's basically has Margot Robbie. Brad Pitt, mm. set in the 1920s, Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, set in a very debaucherous, it's a time of excess and glam. And and it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's very Wolf of Wall Street-esque, right? Oh, wow, okay. Um, so it's basically set in a time where there's a big transition from um, Hollywood where they were silent films um, to what we know as talkies, right? Where basically actors had to actually now act, right? Okay. And basically had this big time of transition where loads of actors lost their job because actually for the first time, they don't just have to be good looking. They've got to actually act, right? Was so, that what it was before? They were just being based on a period. They'd be acting, right? We were black and white and stuff, and they would cut, and it would basically be like subtitles of what they've just said, and then it would go on to the next next video. Ah. It's been so dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, But dude, this film, right? I, I wanted to talk about it on the pod, right? Because this film shocked me, fucking shocked me. So was it I was, that good? So it looked like it was one of the from the trailer. It looked like a mix of Wolf of Wall Street and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It looked like quite energetic and fun and pretty, like you know, R-rated stuff, right? So this film starts, mm. mate. This film makes Wolf of Wall Street look like fucking Teletubbies. <laughs> Dude, this film is vulgar, right? Oh, vulgar, yeah. Vulgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the first half an hour, it's this whole party scene, right? Bro, boobs everywhere. Cocaine sniffed every, like, 60 seconds. It is frenetic. Like, I shit you not, right? Shit, man. Right? In the first three minutes... An elephant shits on the screen. Literally <laughs> shits into the camera. Well, literally, literally like poos on the camera because they're trying to get an elephant for this party. And it's just this like frenetic, like the film starts off and it's 11 out of 10 and you're there like, fucking hell, what do I look at? And every single bit of the frame is just filled with like... It sounds the, chaotic. Yeah, it's fucking chaos, right? And you're kind of like, you're into it and you're just like, whoa, like this is a lot, right? But the film is three hours and 10 minutes, right? Okay. And the film was at 11... And it didn't stop being at 11, right? It was, this was one of the most exhausting ex- cinema experiences of my entire life. And I'm kind of, it was weird, right? Because it, it, it covered all these different characters and these different moments and these big parties. And it's like, Margot Robbie has a fight with a rattlesnake. It's just fucking like bizarre. All these like crazy bizarre scenes that on their own are really entertaining. But my problem with, with it was just, it all just came across. And by the time it ended, you're just like, what was even the point of the film? Oh. You weren't really invested in the characters. Okay. And it was a really well-made film. Like the camera work was great. The performances are great. Like everything was great in that regard. But just in terms of the story, mm. properly lacking. Like it was just, when it was too much. And okay. I did, when, when you have three hours of that. Yeah. I mean, I think you should, when it comes to streaming, watch it. Cause I'm very Do interested. So? Three opinion. hours and 10 minutes. So yeah, I'd want to watch it and it's worth my time for that. It's a commitment. It's been very. It's been, I think probably been the most divisive film. Yeah. Of the year. Like some people say, it's one of the best of the year. Some people are saying it's, it's one of the what worst. You were saying to me, right? So yeah. It's it's, it's a really it's it's interesting. Like the sort of the time period and stuff. Mm. After a while, all the vulgarity and the debauchery and the excess, and it just got quite tiresome. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be let, let us know what you thought, of Babylon, in the comments. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was as tiresome as I did? Mm. But yeah. Nice. We've got, what's our what's our next Keep segment? Mind. So Rory. I had something I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd shake things up a little bit. <clears throat> New segment unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> We're upgrading. <laughs> this is this is our equivalent of buying a new skin on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Rory, it's time to unlock the new segment. Go on. Are you ready? Hit me. It's time for a would you rather. Oh, oh dear. <clears throat> 
Mm. Uh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, man. So, um, some of you might have seen, we put in our uh, story today on Instagram. So make sure you go follow us on, follow us on Instagram. Shameless plug. Login in life <laughs> underscore LTL. Llama Tango Llama. Llama. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so we uh put it on my story i wanted to hear some of your guys's most outrageous would you would you rather's i wanted to hear like the nastiest ones okay. just the most ridiculous ones and i'd actually messaged rory to say don't check instagram yeah. i want to catch you out of god <laughs> and some of them were just genuinely too much to, to say right, right i'm not trying to get cancelled i think i've done that every episode <laughs> It's a running theme here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not trying to get cancelled. Uh, some of them were outrageous, but thank you very much for submitting what they were. But Rory, the one I've got for you today says thank you very much for um, submitting this one. Um, this one is great and I like it. Cool. And I've actually had some time to think about it. Right. But I still don't know what my answer would be. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Rory. <laughs> Go on. Would you rather have fingers for nipples or nipples for fingers? <laughs> Sorry, say it again. Would you rather, for the people at the back, would you rather have fingers for nipples or nipples for fingers? Fingers for nipples. Okay, so my nipples would be like long fingers, <laughs> right? Which some people probably do have. Just <laughs> right. So, or I've got little stubs. Basically, I've got little nipples on my on my fingers. Yeah. Oh, I think that's an obvious no, that, answer. Do you know what? I That's think that is enough, isn't it? I thought you'd, this would be challenging. Okay, fine. Hands down, I'd have... Um... <laughs> fingers for nipples. No! I'd have nipples for fingers. No. For, yeah, fingers for nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, right, you just tie them up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, Ow! that's a horrid image, but they're drooping, right? You can't, they're fingers. Oh, yeah, shit. They're not finger-looking nipples. <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, I was just thinking really long nipples. No, you're just... <laughs> Oh, that's that's a t- that's they look like droopy nips, oh, bro. They're fingers, man. Okay, so like, I'm like this, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Think about you the dexterity. I would just wear very thick jumpers so that, like, you know, if I was wearing a t-shirt right now, like, you could see that shit. That would, it would cause some questions, <laughs> you know. So now I would, I'd still go for that because you need your you need your fingers for everything. You never find a wife. I just keep my jumper on all the time, <laughs> like. All the, even even when we're in bed together, just jump it on all the time. She'd be like, but baby, it's so hot in here. Take off your jumper. Nah, baby, you can't do that. I'm just you like, haven't seen what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when it gets cold. Oh, no. <laughs> Bro, January UK, you're fucked. You're done. <laughs> nah. It's got to be. Is, it's, that, is your chest all right? <laughs> just go like this. Oh Imagine when you got a pump at the gym after you like doing chest. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Actually, you, you couldn't do. You have to skip chest day. You actually have to. Oh my god, I, st- I, st- I, I stand by my decision though. I would, I would keep my fingers. Like nipples for fingers, <laughs> bro. You just can't. You need your fingers for stuff. Yeah, like, like, you can't eat. Yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Like you can't hold anything. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. That's, right, let me shake it up slightly. You'd still have your thumbs. Okay. But the rest of your oh. fingers would be nipples. You still can't still do it. <laughs> like, just having a thumb on each hand. It's not going to move back. I can suddenly use a knife and fork. Like, you couldn't use your phone. You couldn't you use should, your... You'd use your... Yeah, if you had nipples. Yeah, but you had your thumb, wouldn't you? So... Yeah, fine without the thumb. <laughs> yeah, so. I think... I think, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go for the... <laughs> finger titties, finger, the finger nips, the finger nips, finger Yeah, I think um, I'd have to go for the same. If yeah. any of you have any compelling arguments as to why you would go for, we would love to hear fingers. that. Actually, I'd love yeah, to hear yeah, the yeah, argument yeah, yeah. for um, nipple fingers. I think, yeah, I'd definitely go for finger nips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like away. easy. The only benefit would maybe be like <laughs> I can't believe you're justifying this. Uh, breastfeeding. What's just easier for the baby? And for you, like it's probably less tender. You can keep. Yeah, you can switch. Feet. No, you're not. But also, it wouldn't be attached to a breast, so there wouldn't be milk coming out. <laughs> but I also feel like maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> Should we move on to the yeah, next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, that was it for the you Would you rather this this week? Okay, I'm gonna have some more for you. It's gonna be a new one each week. Yeah, I like this. They're gonna be more outrageous. They're gonna be more outrageous. But guys, if you have any other would you rather's. Please send them in. Um, you know, we're, we're, 
We want to hear them. We, we want to discuss them. I, I like the idea of them just getting progressively more fucked. I've got some, which I, it was one that I thought of, and I was like, I can't ask this. Yeah. You know, we, we need to be making some money first, mm. because I will lose my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way that I could potentially... End, it's just not worth the risk. No, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, I see There's that. no way in hell I could keep my job after saying what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so out of pocket. But anyways, yeah, guys, that's been episode four of Vlogging in Life. Thank you so much for listening and bearing with the technical difficulties. We're going to try to avoid that next time. But uh, anyways, thank you so much for being here. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us. Follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us at LogthanLife underscore LTL. Lama Tango Lamo. <laughs> smooth cold cold <laughs> we're getting better at this <laughs> but now guys thank you very much we'll see you on episode five peace out <laughs>